friends, always seek wisdom. Welcome to Weeds and Wheat. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Weeds and Wheat. I'm your host, Jeff Clark Tosca, and I'm honored to have our guest, Kara Morgan, return back to the show for another episode. Thank you, Kara. Oh, so glad to be back. Kara, you're returning because you really touched on a topic between the last episode and this episode that I found very interesting, and it falls within the theme of reconciliation. Mm. A lot of us go through work in our lives to reconcile what we're taught versus Mm. what we see, what we feel, what we get to know as adults. Mm. And that requires a lot of work. Mm. Can you tell us a little bit about the faith that you were born into, Mm. the faith that you currently have and how you're reconciling both of those in your adult life? Sure. Yeah. Great question. I grew up in the Evangelical Free Church, um, which is a non-denominational um, evangelical church, and it, it really was a huge part of, I, I'll say, our lives. As I grew up in a family, there were four of us uh, kids, two parents, and, and the, it, really the church was the family, so in some ways it was really beautiful. Um, it, I felt like that community was my family and still do some of those people I consider family um but it was I later learned at the time you know you grow up and this is what you're handed um oh and I should say you know my parents were devout like beautiful people I just am so grateful for them because whatever I might have received from the church that maybe wasn't helpful for me. It was very much tempered by their own faith, which was alive, just very much alive and real. You could just feel that and see it. You didn't have to even talk about it. Um, so I, I am so grateful for them and that influence that they had on me. But the church, uh, the evangelical church is somewhat, con- it's very conservative. Um, on social issues, and then also just on matters of faith, I, I had to, you know, I love how you posed the question that what you feel and experience later in life, reconciling that with, you know, what the, the kind of form you're, you're shaped in, mm-hmm. and when it doesn't quite fit in there, it's, it's uh, for me, it was very painful because I had gotten it pretty clear what was the right way to believe and and what I was to do, you know, in terms of evangelizing, proselytizing, really. Um, and it was it was uncomfortable for me. And it was, um, it was, well, it was uncomfortable for me to do that, but it was also very uncomfortable if I had anything that came up in my mind or from the outside that called any of that into question. And, you know, I went obviously went away from home and experienced many other things, many people, many ideas uh, from college really on and grateful for the people that 
speak into your life and open doors, you know, shine lights on things that you never knew were, that there were other dimensions to be seen in them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, actually in college, I went to a Mennonite church, like a progressive Mennonite church oh, wow. that was so cool. That was like my first kind of like, oh, oh, wow, this is very <laughs> different. They were, you know, the Mennonite church is incredibly active in social justice and the progressive uh, Mennonite church is also very, um, very progressive in terms of like social issues. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was such a relief. And and there's this value on music. And as a musician, I loved that. I loved their um, just so many incredible things the Mennonite church, I think, is is doing. So that was like a first kind of like, oh, cool, I can I can really get into this and um, but then uh, eventually, as I was studying music and studying opera, I realized, when I moved to D.C., actually, I realized, oh, I could get a church job. I could get a job singing in a church. And that's when I first was introduced to the Episcopal Church. I think that was maybe the first time I'd ever been in an Episcopal Church. And eventually, when I moved to L.A. and began working in two Episcopal Church, came to really find some openness that I had been missing as as a child. And so, I don't know, the, again, like the music was so vibrant and there just is, I think we're in the evangelical church, there's such a, a firm emphasis placed on the Bible and interpreting that as purely as possible and, you know, there's work done to find that. I know, like, you, people work to find those interpretations, but it's like there's just not a lot of, of space in there. And what I love about a place like the Episcopal Church is that there's, there's just room to think about whatever you're thinking about, I think. I think just having a place where you're free to and part of that journey has been internal as well, because um, as I shared on the last episode, I have OCD and I've, I've re- learned recently how themes of scrupulosity, moral scrupulosity have mm-hmm. kind of wormed their way into my spirituality. And so those are things I've had to break free of myself. Um, so some of that is a, an internal obstacle. And then some of it is very much relieved by being in a place that is is freer and and I guess like coming back to the, the theme of reconciliation I, I think of that when I think of that word I think of things being made whole or being made mm-hmm. one right for me again coming from a background that felt so black and white that it to have a, a place where it feels like I can bring into one all the aspects of my being all the aspects of this world, uh, there's less of a barrier between the sacred and the profane. There's no, I mean, I I don't want to think in terms of barriers anymore. And finding a space that welcomes all people, no matter what they believe or who they are, and recognizes the divinity in all people and in this creation, in this incredible 
world we live in, to me, that's reconciliation in itself. It's like, it's like no longer are we having to separate out light and dark, good and bad. Of course, I'm not saying that those don't exist, the two, but it's that they, they balance each other. They're there mm-hmm. together and mm-hmm. we're, we're reconciled into one whole. What I hear you saying is that it's okay to be human. (laughs) (laughs) You can still have faith. You can still believe. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that you don't question. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, honestly, the humanity part of it is such a good point. Um, You know, you know, and perfectionism is obviously something I think a lot about. And I think there really, there may even still be, but there for a long time really was a part of me that believed if I just tried hard enough, I could get it right. Mm-hmm. I could do it right. I could believe it right. I could. Um, but the reality is that that's just not, and I like, I bring it back to your original question. What, what are we seeing in our lives? What do we see in our life? We see the reality is that no, whatever this right idea I have, it doesn't seem to really exist in the natural world and and there's some relief in being able to see that in myself too and then maybe accept that yeah acceptance is huge which is really the basis of reconciliation within Mm -hmm. ourselves which for our listeners if you've been listening along is how we get to love ourselves and therefore get to love each other and uh, reconcile our differences with each other as well. Mm. Mm. Uh, something I didn't mention on the previous episode, but I want to, is Kara's with a K. So it's <laughs> K-A-R-A Morgan, uh, dot com, And yeah. she has many different social media outlets. Uh, please go check them out. Kara, thank you so much for being on the episode oh, today. Oh, my pleasure, Jeff. Thanks for having me. 